Welcome to the Pulse Project. Pandemics had an effect on everyone, whether it's physical health, mental health, effects of being isolated, financial stress, and more. This project's designed to show you the resources you have available to help you move forward during these tough times. Welcome to the Pulse Project. It's been brought to you by Bank, Community Development Partnership, and Witted Media. My name's Jen Miller. Well, I'm one of the founders. I'm the executive director of the center. Okay. Okay. I'm Brittany Baycorn, and I am the program director here at the center. So okay. She's soon to be Brittany Miller, because she's yes. getting married next week. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But we have no relation. Okay. All right. Congratulations. Thank Congratulations. You. Did he just propose, or he been proposed? Uh, we've been engaged for a little over a month. Okay. So, quick engagement, but... We've been together for many years, so. That's what's up. That's exciting. Yeah. Is it a big wedding, or are you guys going justice peace? Um, 60 people. Okay. So bigger than I would like, but I come from a big family, so got to squeeze everybody in. Right, right. You can't leave nobody out. Yeah, exactly. You know? Okay. All right. That's pretty cool. So what is the center? Okay. Well, here is what the center is. <laughs> in a nutshell, our mission is to equip and empower generations through Christ um, and so we focus on four areas. One is uh, youth development programs. So there's a ton of things under that umbrella. Um, the other is adult and family services. We focus on community development and then mentoring. Okay. And how did, I heard you say you were the founder. Mm-hmm. How did this come about? Like what, what got you here? Okay, that's a long story. But I was working at Four Mile Church and my husband was on the north side working at Presley Ridge. Okay. And our pastor, um, at Four Mile Church uh, had a relationship with the mayor of Midland and just started this kind of conversation. Um, we would come down here and plant flowers or like renovate playgrounds. Um, that was back in 2008. And we just built this relationship and we just walked around the community and prayed and just got to know people. Um, and then, you know, just fell in love with this town and the, the people, the community. And in 2010, started running camps and then got the space in 2012 and opened up. So when coming down here and when uh, speaking with the pastor, what was what do you feel like was, I don't want to say missing in the community, but what what problems, you know, did you feel like you guys were attempting to solve? So that's not really our mindset. So our okay. mindset wasn't attempting to solve problems. Um, we had heard a lot, like the church was dead down here, you know, there you know, it's a bad community. And when we got down here, we realized the church was not dead. It was small, maybe a little bit under-resourced. It was not a bad community. Like this is a community that's so tight-knit that people look out for one another. Um, You know, they they welcomed us with open arms uh, and they just have tremendous assets here. Uh, What they lack is a lot of the outside resources like grocery stores, medical facilities, those kind of things. They have a phenomenal school, um, no high school, um, per se, aside from Lincoln Park. So that is one thing that is a little hard here. Um, when you think about what unites a community, a lot of it's like football games, proms. So that kind of thing is missing. But um, there's a, an amazing spirit here, a lot of hope, a lot of resiliency. So we just wanted to come down and walk alongside and help people literally to be equipped and empowered to use what they have to serve themselves and their families, the community. Okay, and remind me again with the four things where I heard you say youth development. Yeah, so youth development, we have a ton of things for kids age four through college. 
Um, and then we have uh, community development. So we were really working to bring in resources into this community. So like Saturday we had um, Pitt Medical, it's called Gorilla Eye. They came and did a free eye clinic. Mm. We have um, Link the Valley came and did a free dental clinic. Um, you know, bring in a farmer's market, that kind of thing. We partner with Mount Calvary and Holiness Church to do a back to school event. So just to provide things in the community, but also um, we're looking to start a thrift store to, you know, bring some economy in here to just, you know, help revive Main Street. So. All right, that's and powerful. Then, yeah. The other areas are um, adult and family services. So adult classes, we have a women's holistic health class, food bank, sewing ministry. We have a cooking class starting up for um, caregivers, those kind of things, um, CommuniCycle. And then we focus on mentoring. Okay. So community-based peer mentoring, um, mentoring of women. Yeah, so. That's powerful, man. I, I heard you mention how, you know, there's not a, many outside resources. How did that event go, you know, bringing the medical people in? And uh, did, a, did a lot of people show up? Like, oh, was yeah. it a good turnout? We had more than we probably should have. It was supposed to be over at one, and we weren't done until four. But okay. that, I mean, they were super great. Um, I think we saw problem. 25 people okay. um, and have follow-ups with several of them to make sure they get the care they need. Um, and dental, I think they saw 12 to 15. They've come before and seen our kids. Um, we've had mobile care clinics from like Ronald McDonald House and stuff come and do vaccines and stuff for kids, choices. We have a cat clinic that yeah. does free neutering in Spain. Okay. That's what I was thinking of was the cat <laughs> clinic the whole time. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the kitties, okay. Yeah. So a, a lot of families that were impacted by COVID um, from needing childcare, finances. How were you guys um, a resource during that time? Like, or how did you guys have to pivot, you know? Oh yeah, I, I know. My husband and I, it was funny because everyone was on Facebook saying they're so bored. And we're like, we are doing COVID all wrong. We are exhausted. We became um, a hub for the county where we would get pallets of food um, pretty much every day, and we would have different organizations come and pick up the food to help dis distribute it. We would, um, he and I alone would distribute like 50 to 50 homes a day, meals for especially shut-ins and elderly. Uh, you know, we worked with the school and helped distribute lunches, things like that. Um, just stuff for kids throughout the whole thing, like craft supplies, things for parents. Did We did home visits, um, just check-ins on families, so. That's what's up, man. Mm -hmm. That's definitely dope. What did, it, did you say your role is again? Uh, program director. So that's newer as of January. But I had been a volunteer and I was an intern during all of COVID. So okay. I was here just in a different capacity. Mm -hmm. So what are some of these programs that you guys uh, do with the kids? Is it just kids? I also heard you say adult. There's an adult program as well. What's some of the programs that you guys offer? Oh, goodness. So um, just for tonight, for example, it's a Wednesday night. So we'll have STEM that we have a volunteer who's awesome and a team uh, that runs that. And right now they're hoping to get into a first Lego league competition. So that's kind of their goal. Uh, we also will have CommuniCycle that will be on site or in the community and we'll have a hiking club. So we have, once again, a group of volunteers who will take kids out off site um, and they take, go to different trails every week. So those are just a couple of things that we do, but you know, we have our after school programs too. So what is the, you said Lego, what is it? Lego league. What's it's, a Lego um, league? 
It's really cool. It's basically where you have to learn how to build robots for whatever the task, the Lego competition set. So it might be pick up this Lego piece, put it up in a fake tree, and then back up, do a circle, grab it, pull it back down, and put it somewhere else. Whatever. They come up with crazy tasks. But the whole goal is to build a robot that does it the fastest and the most efficient. Like, that's super cool. So okay. it's just a competition to see who's better at building Lego. It's really cool. That's dope because it yeah. kind of it, it exposes kids to would that be considered engineering? Yep, and oh. coding. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. yeah, you have to code the robot. So yeah. when you get to the competition, you, you don't have it built already. Yeah, you get to the competition and then you build yeah. it to, and you don't have a clue what you have to build until you get there. Yeah, mm. so it's really cool. Like some of the boys that are in there are learning what every single piece of Lego does and how they can use it. Because okay. there's certain things you can't do that are considered like illegal moves. Did they videotape this and put it out? Yeah, they have videos of first okay. Lego League competitions. I definitely would like the. the yeah. Uh, do some some of the kids have possible videos or? Uh, we don't have any of our kids okay. doing that, but we do have them using like some other robots. We teach them how to do basic coding on. So I could probably find some of those. But. Yeah. Well, next time it goes on, let me know. Like if, if I could help out by capturing or even yeah. finding you someone to capture. That'd be dope to just see and expose other communities to it. Yeah. You know, because I love to hear when communities are exposing the kids to things like that. Even the STEM, how you guys mm-hmm. are doing that or brought me in with the podcasting. I think that's powerful. Yeah. You yeah. know, because a lot of times our communities, all we see is sports yeah. or mm-hmm. police, nothing against police or ambulance, firefighters. Um, so it, it's, it's hats off to you guys exposing them to, to different things. Um, so what does the adult uh, program consist of? So some of its services, like food bank, um, paper product bank, um, uh, First Baptist uses our space to do that. But really, it's just our huge focus is on women. It's very matriarchal community. Um, my husband used to, you know, do a lot with the men in the community. So we're trying to figure out how, what that's going to look like moving forward. Uh, but so it's a holistic women's health class. We want women to walk in freedom physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially, and relationally. Okay. So fitness, um, nutrition, those kind of things. The cooking class is just starting um, in a partnership with uh, Penn State Extension. There you go. Penn State Beaver Extension. Penn State Extension. Penn State Extension. Yeah, I kept throwing out the beaver. Oh, like, <laughs> Penn State Extension and um, Hope House, which okay. is a transitional house for women and children, which is not open yet, but will be okay. right around the corner. That's mm-hmm. great. So you guys got a lot going on. Uh-huh. Okay. Is there anything coming up that you want the people to know about? Any events or... I mean, we have things pretty much every day. So okay. Well, is there anything? Our that website will have it. <laughs> okay. Oh, there is a big fundraiser dinner on yeah. October sixth. Okay, October sixth yep. fundraiser dinner. Mm-hmm. At Brady's Run Lodge. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Whenever you get that flyer, definitely send that over. I can help uh, promote that. Um, what was I about to ask? So, how do kids go about getting signed up? Do you have to be from Midland? Can you come from all over? Like, what what does that look like? They can come from anywhere, really. Mm-hmm. Like, there's an online registration thing on our website, which is midland.center. Um, no .org. Everyone puts a .org, and then, right. like, I can't find it because <laughs> it's not .org. Right. Uh, so, yeah, but, I mean, for the most part, we'll get kids just from the community, but we will get kids from East Liverpool and Western Beaver area. For a basketball camp, we get kids from, from all over. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And you said they go right to the website, they can sign up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Anything else you guys want the people to know about? I can't think of anything. 
Okay. Right. <laughs> well, that's it. I thank you guys for the work that you're All doing right. in the community. Um, it's pretty big. Um, you guys are exposing the kids to a lot. I loved hanging out with the kids. Um, they seemed like they were having a lot of fun, had a lot of options, you know? Right, yeah. Um, so it's uh, pretty dope. Yeah, life. we really, like I think enrichment, mm-hmm. these enrichment classes we offer are so amazing because you never know what a kid's passion's gonna be. Yeah. So we offer art and music and podcasts. And, and boxing. Boxing. Gardening. Gardening. <laughs> uh, and then we had a guy in the community who's, um, an author who came in and did a four week writing intensive through the Genesis collective. So mm-hmm. just being able to expose them uh, and they get to figure out what their passion is. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. It's also really cool. You get to see some kids where it clicks that they can do this for a living. Like with the podcast, you can definitely see some boys like that fire is lit and they're like, how can I, how can I do that? How can I keep doing something I'm passionate about? Um, and now they're thinking on that track of, well, I can make an art my living. And so that's really cool that we get to oh, see yeah. that. And photography. Yeah, photography. Yeah, oh we my have gosh. a lot of enrichment classes. <laughs> we can't even think of all of them. Oh, There's probably more that we're missing. And y'all do enrichment all year, every mm-hmm. Wednesday, right? Uh, Wednesday and Thursday primarily, but there's other things that are thrown in. Yeah, like cooking and art, meet on. To, oh, music Thursdays, hip hop. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's all the time. Yeah, I missed hip hop. That means too. you need to come back. <laughs> I'd love to. You have me back. I'm, I'd love to come back. <laughs> now, I know people who um, are in other areas. If there's someone out there listening and they do something that you guys might not have exposed the kids to, how do they go about getting in contact with you to get involved? All of our information yeah. is on that website. Website, website. website. Yep. All right. Okay. All right. That's cool then. Or Facebook or Instagram, yeah. whatever. Okay.